Hey Busties, Frankie here. In this week's episode, we delve into some topics that may be sensitive for some listeners. We've listed these for you in the show notes, so please take this opportunity to pause and take a second to go through the potential trigger words and topics before proceeding to the episode. Thank you. Welcome to Oh, You'll Change Your Mind. A podcast about parenting and motherhood hosted by two childless women, Frankie and Shannon, whose biological clocks are screaming, baby. Baby. Yeah, so I found out that I was pregnant on New Year's Eve, which was a lot of fun trying to not drink, trying to not drink in front of the family when my brother-in-law was making mango daiquiris. Um, And Andrew is just not a fan of like sweet things. And I was like, you have to drink this for me. Yeah, take it for the team. Yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking so many for this fucking team, dude. Fucking drink the daiquiris. Take one. Yeah, well, they went to put the kids to bed and he was like, I tipped it down the sink. Yeah. Smart, I could go in the pot just like You leave, and they're like, "Why do all our plans die? Like, <laughs> what are they doing? What are they doing?" Yeah, so um, it was a really hard time. Sort of the first few weeks, just knowing that there was always this potential for a third ectopic, like because that was so high. Um, and I think around this time was when I like once we had got the dating scan and all of that, I told my mum pretty quickly because she's also had an ectopic pregnancy. So she sort of knew what it was like to go through. Um, and she had a pretty shitty experience with hers as well. They were basically like, here's two Panadol and you'll just bleed it out. Um, yeah. (laughs) Yay. The (laughs) eighties. Yay. The 2010. Yay. The 2020. We're still there. I know. It's so fucked. Um, so yeah, I think I just needed somebody else because that had always been, you know, how you got sort of the zeitgeist of your family history of, oh, this has happened. But until it actually connects with you, you're like, oh, Oh, that happened. happened." Yeah. Um, so I think I was also at a point where I was ready to start talking about it more. Um, so I spoke to mum about it a lot more and I, we connected on a level I didn't even realize could happen. Um, yeah, just because both of us had gone through this really shitty experience and yeah. then to have another pregnancy after it and be feeling, is this going to stick? Yeah. Was terrifying. Mm. It was terrifying. And I didn't start feeling like I could accept the fact that I was pregnant until I got the 12 week scan and there was a actual human yeah. in there especially because your miscarriage like experience is so di- like it was so much more traumatic than mine like mine was like oh yeah bad shit happened but yours was like gotta take some chemo drugs gotta have this <laughs> gotta do that got like so fucking stressful and everyone's just like yeah this happen. it's like this is terrible yeah. everyone hears the stories and they're like ah motherhood what, yeah. a, wonderful, what, beautiful, what a wonderful beautiful time are yeah. you glowing yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm not glowing, glowing, I'm sweating. So yeah, so it was really hard sort of going through all of that and then but it was good that I had mum to be able to talk to about that and understand what was going on. Yeah. Okay, so once you'd find out found out that it had stuck and you were having a baby. <laughs> Like, how did you feel? Like, you were like, this shit's actually happening. Like, the st- yeah, or that, did the stress never really leave? The stress took a while to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't think I really 
allowed myself to be like, you know how people are like, oh, and you connect with your baby and blah. Um, like I don't think I really felt that until I started feeling movements. Is that when you started, did, like, have you been talking to him? Like when Andrew's not here, when you're um, alone and you're like, hello. A little bit. I actually probably, probably more in the last few weeks than anything else. Because he's um, got ears now. You yeah. can come now so you can hear this. Imagine he hears this whole thing. <laughs> it's okay. This is our really youngest listener. <laughs> it's very, okay, off topic. Like, but it's very weird to think we're sitting here, three of us, but there's actually four of us. There is and he's literally right there. Hello, small man. <laughs> hello. I saw a thing Little online Kepler. the other day that's like, I have the best comeback ever. If anyone says grow a pair, I can say, I already have. <laughs> I told that to Andrew and he was like, well, technically the baby grew it on his own. I'm like, shut up with your technicalities. You're like, hip, 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 hip. I don't want to yell. Uh, my body did it. You grew nothing. So I'm the one who decides. But yeah, it blows my mind. Like, he's just in there. He's just I know. ready to go. Yeah. He's just, oh. I know. Please come out. Yes, hurry along. Um, yeah, I probably, I found it really hard to connect um, initially until sort of that 12-week mark that I was like, oh, I can relax now. This is here. But I don't think I really started to connect properly until about 18 or 20 weeks when I first started feeling a move. And then, yeah, I think it's only really been in the last week or so or maybe a little bit more, um, that yes, I will be like, hi baby, how you doing? Um, come out, <laughs> hurry please, up, please stop kicking me in the ribs. Yeah, yeah I, I asked Lani how she was going the other day and she's like, well, he's been tap dancing on my ribs and I was like, mm, okay, mm, delightful. Now, that question? Yeah, I've got a tap dancing octopus in there. I just don't understand where all of the hands and the legs are because sometimes it feels like there's 18 in there. Oh, it's just <laughs> between the hiccups and the hands moving and the, the feet moving. And, oh yeah, they hiccup. Yeah, and I've been getting them right down in like the left side of my oh, groin, so you can world. feel it on my leg as well. It's very strange. hold your breath, mate. <laughs> that is very bizarre. That is bizarre. Yeah. Have you had? Okay, we've jumped the gun a bit, but have you had like? Can you see his hands and his feet come through? No. So just <laughs> like a little kung fu punch. Yeah, some know, people have that where I they can see the outline of their I would probably hands. love that so much. That's the problem. I was looking forward to that, being like, you can like they press you can their hands see the and their feet up to your belly, sometimes. and you can see them. Yeah, but because I've like got one Swift kick to the, like, your navel. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> I've got an anterior placenta, which means the placenta sits at uh, the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the movements will be masked by that as well. Okay. Um, and that also can mean that I might have, like, he might not fully turn around. Um, so, mm. that, like, the ideal birthing position for going natural is having, well, the ideal birthing position is head down with baby's spine facing to mum's tummy. Yeah, so they're looking Rather than spine you. to spine. Yeah, they're yeah, looking yeah. backwards, basically. Um, so there's a chance that that will never happen for me with him um, because the placenta is in the way, essentially. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, anatomy lessons. <laughs> Wild, wild times. Yeah. Um, so that might not happen, which isn't a terrible thing it just generally means that you get more i love this term back labor where you get more pain in your back rather than your front Ooh. i know pregnancy is just so amazing. aren't you glowing <laughs> this is the thing you're gonna suffer but you're gonna be happy about it <laughs> yep <laughs> it's totally meant 
hell? And we're all here being like, yes, give us babies. Oh, I know. I, I messaged a friend the other day. I was like, why do we do this to ourselves? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she I just sent me back a shrugging emoji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, Lila, but it's a bit late now. <laughs> I know. Like the die is cast. It's not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm going to send him back. <laughs> no, he must come out now. <laughs> he just delicious. <laughs> um, how did you feel when you found out you were having a boy? Like, and okay, I, before you say anything, you're allowed to say, were you hoping for one or the other? Like, even just like oh, yes. 1% chance one no, way I was, or the other. I, you know how you get these things in your head and you're like, I'm going to have a daughter. Um, I think just because I grew up, with two sisters in my head it was just like girls you know um not that I was like oh I want to dress them up real pretty and all that sort of stuff um but also I think for me having a girl and bringing her up strong and yeah all of those sorts of like independent that sort of stuff that would be pretty cool you know mm. i was like that'd be really cool because because now your job is to make sure you don't have a little like misogynist yeah <laughs> like that's the goal now it's like <laughs> less strong so I mean, good in the world. yeah so i think i was i in my head i was always like i will have one child and it will be a daughter even though now i'm like i've uh, when andrew and i were talking about it i was always like we're having two if we have one we're having two um though he's really trying to convince me of otherwise for that and at the moment as I in more or less less he wants one oh. <laughs> he wants zero <laughs> <laughs> i made an error Lonnie. i'm not sure too late andrew um yeah so i was like oh i'll have a you know it'll be a girl and i was like dead set convinced in my head it's gonna be a girl and then when i did the nip test and it, my doctor was like oh do you want to find out i was like yeah sure and i'm in the shops and she's like it's a boy and i was like Ah, 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 I'm glad that I found out now. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes, imagine not finding, I don't, I know lots of, like, there are a few people I've seen where they've had, like, like they're up to their third or their fourth, so they don't find out because they've really, like, they don't care. They're like, whatever, yeah. we've got one, we've got one of each or whatever. But, like, I can't imagine not finding out and just waiting till they arrive to be like, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> what is I, this? Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? I've been listening to a lot, because that's what you do when you're pregnant, the Australian birth stories. Oh, yeah. I've listened and to the amount of people on there that are like, oh, no, we didn't know. We wanted to announce it at the birth. I'm like, first of all, I feel really cringy when people are like, it's a boy. Um, <laughs> that just makes me feel really cringy. But also... Because gender's a construct. I <laughs> need... Nine months <laughs> to name this child. <laughs> like, oh yeah! Like, I am so glad that when I got out, when we got our dog, he came with a name. <laughs> yes. Like I wouldn't have picked Aslan for him. I might have picked Princess, but <laughs> oh, Princess. He is big baby. He is. Um, but he came with a name. I didn't have to think about that. Nice. Oh, thank you. Please don't sniff the microphone. No, no, we're not going to sniff the microphone, mate. This is an ASMR video. It's just Aslan. He's honestly the biggest greyhound I think I've ever seen, and he's never raced a day in his life. He's he's a show boy, aren't you? Yes, you are. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... Like I needed that full nine months to find out to figure out what name we were gonna name this child. We still only have a short list. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm I'm now getting to the point but when I was messaging you yesterday, like I'm ready to meet him and I'm ready to see his face. I'm also ready to give him a name. Do you think 
that when you look into his face, you'll just like instantly know. I need no, him from the show. I think that's bullshit when everybody says it, but, but I'm sure like, there is su- there's an element of truth to it. But uh, they all come out like as much as like after a day or so where they're like oh they all come out with potato but they're heads. all wrinkly and grey and they gross. Look like old people. They they don't. They look like like soggy potatoes. <laughs> you know when you yeah like the a wrinkly potato. Yeah, at the start because they are they've come out of a birth canal. They're all squished up. They're like well yeah they're not yeah they're, they're not right. Right. They're covered in guts and maybe goon like, a little bit swollen as well. If, yeah. Especially because my and family rape. go over overdue quite yeah. often. Um and I think my grandmother was the last one to have a natural birth in our family. Um but they've all had emergency cesareans or elected cesareans. So they come out like overdone. They're that like was, overcooked. That was me. I was <laughs> huge and very, very red. Like yeah. I was a, like a tomato. Yeah. But like I saw a thing today where they were talking about the fact that, you know, they haven't, the whole reason that baby's heads are like not one full bone. And then they come out and they've got little cone heads. I'm like, imagine looking at your child and being like, ah, yes, my little cone head baby that we're going to call Alfred. Like you have to wait for that shit to simmer down, reset and like get the white goo off them. That reminds me of when my cousin was born. Like it was a vaginal delivery, but he got stuck. So they had to use the vacuum yeah. and they oh, stuck it on the yeah. back of his head. And when he came out, he had this like sweet little moon face and then this gigantic cone back of his head. <laughs> <laughs> we made fun of him mercilessly for like five years. Oh. Just insulting this baby with a cone head. Exactly. So I can see why maybe you don't want to like have your short list and be like, yes, we're going to look into our baby's eyes and decide on a name. Like yeah. it's, too, it's too much pressure. I uh, want to maybe choose. I mean, I know people swear by that method. I know that there's a lot of people out there that are like, yeah, we just knew when he was out. I feel like you might already have a name in your head and you're like, it's going to be like this anyway. It's like when you can't decide between two things and you flip a coin and then you decide in the air yes. what it's going to be. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're disappointed that you get one outcome, you know what's supposed to be the other outcome. Yeah. yeah, that's. I think that's exactly it. So I'm just like, ah, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> we'll know when he comes out. I like to anybody who chooses a name before their child's even born. But, yeah, I needed to know. There's no way I could have narrowed it down to a boy's name and a girl's name. I'd have had, like, 15 of each. Way too hard, yeah. I mean, I still keep thinking of names and being like, oh, actually, I really like that. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew keeps going, we have a list. Let's just stick to that. How did Andrew feel when he found out he was having a boy? Um, I think he was pretty excited by that and I think that might have been the time that he started getting excited Mm -hmm. because we could start... It was no longer it or yeah. them. Kifla. It was, it was yeah. Kifla. <laughs> Is that Kifla the potato? Yes. yes the, <laughs> I love it. Because the flower gives you, like, what they're going to be in weeks. Yeah. And so, like, what, like, and at one point, yeah, he was going to be very specifically a Kifla potato, I think. Oh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a potato. Like a Desiree potato. <laughs> Like, the app said that he is the size of a potato and Shannon said, well, what kind of potato? And I was like, I don't know, a kipfler maybe? Okay, because I heard you say it before and I thought that you said kipfler, like the potato, but I didn't want to ask at the time because I was like, okay, what if it's like a nice name that she's chosen out? Like, that's a really weird name, Lonnie. Like, I met you today and I think yeah. this is weird. You're just okay. like, I don't know about like, green Shannon, energy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh, so at what point or have you always known you wanted to have like a natural birth um what's the plan for that no no so i had always said 
if I ever have kids, I'm just going to book that shit in and cut it out. Oh. <laughs> Feel um, the same. Because yeah. my family, as I said, tend to go over overdue. Um, and then I, both my mum and my sister ended up with two emergency cesareans each. Um, and then I think they elected for a cesarean for the third because, you know, two cesareans, it's unlikely you're going to get the third. Um and my auntie had two emergency cesareans as well. So I was like, well, clearly that's just a family trait and that's what it's going to be. Um, but the more I started finding out about pregnancy and birth and all of that sort of stuff and started researching and educating myself on it, I realized that, you know, history doesn't dictate future. Um, and I... So when I went in the first, with the first pregnancy to my doctor and said, hi, I think I'm pregnant. And she said, cool, we'll get you to do this blood test. Um, what thing look like, what method of care do you want? And I went, what do you mean? <laughs> yes. It's all a mystery. They don't really yeah. explain anything. Yeah. She was just like, well, you know, do you know what hospital you want to go to? Are you going private, public? Are You're you like, going with midwives? Are you going there? with obstetricians? <laughs> Are you going to go shared care? And and I was like, you should have been like, do you have information on all of this? You should have been like, do you have like a tasting menu? Yeah. <laughs> just really sample clear. platter. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, do you have some pairing suggestions? Yeah. <laughs> What would you do? What do you What do you oh think God. you're feeling today? Like, I don't know. Kitties, that's a nice yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Um, and she was like, well, we're really early at the moment, so you ha- have got a couple of weeks to sort of decide. And I went, excuse me? <laughs> a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. I thought I'd have birth for another mu- nine months. And she was like, yeah, but you're, you're going to need to get into some places real quick. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, she fucking said that. That doctor to me didn't say shit. Surprise, you're going to this hospital. What? Yeah. And I was like, I guess I'll do shared care then. I don't know what that means. And she was like, cool. Um, and then we that one didn't stick, so... There's that. Um, But in the meantime, it gave me time to look at what the options were. So when I went in the next time, I was prepared and I had found the family birth centre at King Eddie's. Um, And I'm not like hippie, woo-woo, let's do everything as naturally as possible. Um, But I think just the fact that it is um, midwife-led and I like the fact that they are about low intervention um, because I have heard... Because, I mean, like, again, family history, there's been quite a few inductions that lead to... Um, That's my fear, where they induce you and then it's, it slows down. They give you Pitocin or whatever. It slows it all down and then they get frustrated. And they're like, oh, we're going to cut it out. And it's like... Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Like, you did this. You did this. Yeah. So and then like, the constant monitoring of the baby as well. Yeah. yeah. Because if you are induced with the... It depends on what induction method and all that sort of stuff. But generally, once you're induced... They are, they are constantly med, med, um, tracking what baby's doing. Um, and so when it starts dipping, they go, mm, time, time to intervene here and have a cesarean. Um, and I just kind of went, you know, I, I'm already going to be in this pain. I want to be able to move around in it. Um, I want to understand it. I don't have a problem with needles at all. I have a problem. <laughs> I have a problem with a catheter in my back, <laughs> which is essentially what the epidural is. Ooh, did not you know? And I was like, I was like, I just, 
I just can't. I've never really liked that thought of something going into my spine. I also, I don't have, have a problem with needles. I have a massive problem with numbness. I cannot handle numbness. So I was like, why would I actively numb my legs so I can't feel them when that is the thing I cannot cope the most? Okay, my problem is what if they're halfway in? And then I accidentally cough or sneeze or just like get a little bit cold and have a little shiver and then I'm paralyzed. <laughs> I had never thought of that. That's terrifying. <laughs> like I need to, I need to freak you out. Yeah. You're about to go into labor just in case you have an But what if that happens? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh no. I'm not even you might need like, a surrogate. Ah. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> things that have scared me of pregnancy and all that sort of stuff every time I've come up against it I'm now like cool yeah that's yeah. that's just the next thing we yeah. just do it just and then you look it. past it look at back at it and you're like holy shit because you've yeah. already done all these cool things like that's what yeah. how I feel I'm like you've yeah. already done you've already done the hard bit getting them out you're gonna be like great yeah. what a lovely time yeah so I think I was really like I am just curious to try and do this naturally mm-hmm. um and the birth center is connected to King Eddie's it's not in the same um building but it is connected so if anything bad does happen you do have the wards right there um but they are more about that low intervention um and low monitoring and all that sort of stuff so I kind of just liked the idea of trying it and I thought well if I only have one I've only got this one opportunity if we do Mm -hmm. have a second one and I've had an emergency cesarean with this I might not be able to go back to the birth center so fuck it let's just give it a go um because you can always tap that's the thing is you can always tap out and be like actually I really want that epidural yeah it's like that video I saw the other day of that woman who was like (laughs) she's like I've spent nine months practicing my deep breathing my like rocking (laughs) but like all of the techniques meditation and then there's a video like it cuts to her like signing an epidural form so fast she'd like (laughs) sign that she'd be like give me it now sorry yeah and also my sister was that she had for her second one she was almost coerced into an emergency cesarean um at one point she did end up having a cesarean for that one but she was almost coerced into it if it wasn't for her partner being like um no she doesn't need this yet so let's not do this until she needs it yeah um and so it's messed up it's so messed up like you go into this type of care which is also kind of why like i really love the idea of midwives not that i think and we've said this before on this podcast we're not shitting on doctors and hospitals (laughs) we're not but it is like i think for them sometimes it might be that they've they do this every day so they're like let's just get this baby out where they're not putting themselves in the position of the mum of being like this is a really big deal and I want to do this the way I want to do it yeah which is why so you've had a student midwife this whole time haven't you yes how's that been talk to us about that um I really want to say it's been amazing um she's lovely but I feel like because she put a call out uh in the Victoria Park like community page so that was the first time I'd sort of heard of student midwives because Shannon and I had been talking about doulas up until that point and I'd looked at a few um but this came 
this lady had put a call out for she's a curtain student, she needs um, mums to be, and I think we got her on board like just before my dating scan, so really, really early. And I didn't realise that I could sort of interview. Yeah, which is what I did. Yeah, I was sort of like, oh, she's there. I'll just take that opportunity um, because I was so early in my pregnancy and I hadn't re- didn't really know what was going on and I'd, I hadn't even yet been accepted into the birth centre. Um, I didn't really know. I was just like, cool, well, if I end up on the wards, then I've got that continuity of care with a student midwife. Um, but if I end up in the birth centre, that's great. I get both. Um, so I didn't really realize that you could actually like shop around a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You have to have the first one that you ever meet. Yeah. (laughs) And whilst this lady is super lovely, she definitely has a lot of other stuff going on. Like she's got teenage kids and she's a nurse as well. And she obviously works. And so like when Shannon was talking about her amazing student midwife who, you know, you can just text and she's right there. Ready to drop like all she's her plans, her <laughs> brother's birthday <laughs> dinner plans to talk to me. And I'm like, nah, babe, don't do that. I was like, oh, I didn't realise I could have done that. Um, so I feel like, yeah, she, I'm, I'm definitely one of her last mums to give birth. So she's kind of just like ticking boxes at this point for herself which is all well and good. Um, but yeah, I think if we do this again, I definitely would go down the student midwife path. Cause there has been times that I've felt more comfortable messaging her than my midwife for small yeah. things like, Hey, when is your colostrum meant to come in? <laughs> Cause I'm leaking. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, no, that's around this time. Anyway, just don't, express it I was like oh okay <laughs> don't touch it um, yeah so there's been a few questions that I've had but just she'll get back to me probably a bit later than say someone who's more on my level that would be like and that you actually like that I actually connect with yeah mm. do you think that next if you have another baby that you'll have like you'll consider having a doula because right now like we can't no one you know like to have a doula in a hospital or the birth center i don't think at the moment no at the moment you can't have it's only one anyway yeah so i think that was also another, another reason birth i was only. like oh great i can have a student midwife because they're allowed to be there they're considered staff um and i absolutely would go down the um student midwife path again i don't know that i would go down doula one but that's also just because I have obviously haven't had a doula and I know what this looks like now. Um, and I also know that it means that I have that extra person at the hospital that I know will be there. Mm. Um, cause they have to be for their <laughs> yeah. contractually yeah. obliged. Yeah. You pass your course, you'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> like she hasn't been able to make the last four or five of my antenatal appointments. So she's, it's kind of lucky that I got hold of her so soon because she did the four mandatory or six mandatory appointments with me. Um, really early in my pregnancy whereas normally they do them quite late in the pregnancy because that's when people mostly come on board and yeah so she hasn't been there for those so I haven't really been able to speak to her about some things like you know how do I write a birth plan or Mm. anything like that um so 
yeah, it would, I'd really like to have someone, but I would think I would go down the path of finding somebody that is more on my level. Yeah. Um, that I, that I click with. Cause also with the birth center, you don't get to choose your midwife. You are assigned a midwife and mm. you can't be like, Oh, we just don't click. Can I have another one? Um, something actually has to be wrong. Right. You know, there's got to be like formal complaints or shit. Yeah. To actually the vibe change. is off. Yeah. Yeah. My it's just not <laughs> she my is not the one. <laughs> the one. Um, which again, with my midwife, very, very lovely, just not quite on the same level, level as me. Um, she's, I mean, she's older, she's got a shitload of experience and lovely to be around, but there's another midwife who is her like on call midwife, like the second in charge for her group, um, who I've spoken to before. And I'm like, Oh damn, I wish I had her. <laughs> I mean, she sounds so nice. I mean, it could happen. It could happen. Yeah, it could. I feel like that would be really important to me is like clicking with whoever it is that I choose to have with me. Like if I had a student midwife yeah. or like a doula or something like that, it would be so important to me that we vibe and we get along. Cause otherwise I'd be like, I don't want to listen to you. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. You and know? I think that like, just I just was not something on my mind at that point. I was like, mm. Oh yeah, I'm helping somebody out get the, with yeah. their degree. You know, I didn't really think about this perfect person is going to be at the place where I am the most vulnerable. Yeah. Like that is the other person I'm relying on other than my husband to be helping me. Yeah. Or helping my husband help me. (laughs) (laughs) And like, whilst I think Andrew's going to do a great job, there is a small chance that he's just like, Oh, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is, this is, this is very stressful and I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Cause they're the ones that have the experience. Andrew's walking into this blind, like, how do I help her? Yeah. Like, we did our um, antenatal classes, and after the first one, he went, wow, I didn't realize I could I could do so much for you. <laughs> so I was like, yep, you're not just going to be. He was like, I don't know. I felt like I was just going to be relegated to the corner. Okay, I was just, just going to be there. <laughs> just sit there on your couch and uh, come and hold my hand when I tell you to. Like, he just. He'd be squeezing hips, mate. Like, yeah. he's got things to do. <laughs> Couldn't in his head figure out what he would be doing yeah um so i think yeah having a good good midwife absolutely but also a good student midwife will be able to be like come and do this which we laugh but like this whole time like you've done everything so that makes sense why he would just be like what do i do why all of a sudden at 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 the peak (laughs) moment we need you to know all this shit and you need to be good at it and you can't you can't you pass can't out. Like a mediocre. <laughs> How many TikToks have I seen this week where it's been husbands just or boyfriends passing out, and these oh the nurses are looking at them like you pathetic mother. <laughs> have you seen the ones of the worst husbands in the in the birthing suite? And there's been yes. people that have brought in like playstations. Oh, can I just hook my PlayStation up? <laughs> To be fair, I think that would be both me and Kinnear. <laughs> we want to get Mario Kart. Give me something to do. It's like he's a 10, but he brings his PlayStation. <laughs> he's a 10, but he orders Uber Eats to the hospital oh when you're in labor. Oh, my God. If he does that, I would be so happy. Yeah, I'd be like, give me right. Give me the phone. Oh, my God. That's something that should be on your birth plan, like your first, like, meal post-baby. What are you going to have? Oh, yeah. Like, I make it like really that. good. Remember. I know I put uh, no. I know I put sandwiches down. I was I've, sandwiches. I've, sandwiches. <laughs> I love I love a cheese and tomato sandwich. <laughs> it's just like I'm gonna want something. You don't like. <laughs> I know. I just I know what I'm like when it, with that sort of stuff. I'm just gonna want something that is really comforting and very yeah. simple to eat. Mm-hmm. I like like if I could live off pasta, just plain pasta oh. and um, 
parmesan cheese that oh, would yeah. be Have that I would sh- be my last meal okay you need to try the veggie mo pasta i'm still not convinced it's by so this. fucking good because it's, <laughs> it's basically just like buttery but salty Fun, and very salty pasta it's so good <laughs> and yeasty yeah and yeasty and with a well, i mean right now you can't do it but with a really good champagne it's fucking oh. delightful <laughs> fucking delightful Just it in a little <laughs> more salt to the wound soon soon my friend yes yeah, so i was like four cheese sandwiches <laughs> just four little cheese sandwiches please early labor i'm making four cheese sandwiches one for andrew three for me <laughs> have you got a post baby like plan do you plan to like tell family have people visit what's um, like bunker down at home yeah so we i've made a bit of a plan with basically when most- can i visit this <laughs> When can I see him? I did laugh the other day. Shannon was like, I just realized I hadn't spoken to you all week and you could have had the baby. And I was like, uh, you're actually one of the first contacts on the birth list. I just, I had the thought, I was like, I haven't heard from her. And I was like, what if she's actually gone into labor and like, she's not holding her phone. And like, I just don't know anything about it. And then I like got really sad. Cause I was like, oh, I've missed it. I don't know. I've missed the birth. So these are my birthing notes. I've got items to pack. Oh, um, because oh wow. I still haven't packed a bag because I know that when that happens, it's real. Um, <laughs> Not the fact that you're like. But did I say coconut water in your baby room? Yes. Is that part of your birth? Yes. Pack? Okay. Yeah. So I've got a couple of coconut waters um, and some Pringles and trail mix. Nice. Um, Good choice. I was hoping my mum would make me Greek biscuits, but she's not here, so that's fine. Yeah. See, four, four tomato and cheese sandwiches. <laughs> because this is this is how I plan like I said to my midwife I feel like actually I said it to my therapist as well I was like I feel like my event brain is like if this was my wedding and when it was my wedding I had like five run lists that I had done by now oh wow how the day is gonna go and who does what and when and because that is how my brain works and this (laughs) i wish my brain works i plan it like that i was like i'm i'm at a total loss but that's the thing are you not supposed to sort of plan it like that and then you have like your like top things that you would like so if it doesn't go to like you can't aren't you supposed to go this is my birth plan this is what i would like to happen and then if this doesn't happen then this is my alternative yes that's, and that's the goal. What, that's kind of what I've done. Excellent. Approximate run sheet and preferences. Oh my god! <laughs> I would like this baby out in an hour. I, I would like this listeners, music played. <laughs> listeners, please note that she didn't just come up with that on the fly. That is actually the title on the page. There will <laughs> be a photo with my eyes. We will post a photo. It's amazing. Yeah. So I've got ideally early labour. <laughs> with with a plan strong. of things to do. Um, like while I'm in labor and just sort of, you know, cause that could last 12 yes. hours. It could last a few days. It's ve- so, apparently it's very boring. You're just like, Ugh. yeah. Yeah. So I've got, get the dog to my in-laws, text my parents, text Shannon. And then after <laughs> I had name dropped in the birth celebrity. after I've done my active labor plan, um, and then made a note about the street parking app being on my phone. <laughs> Um, I've then gone, oh, I should probably text my student midwife. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's, yeah, that's a sign that I'm getting texted before the student midwife. <laughs> yeah, because, so then with that, I'm like, okay, well, I've got an idea of how the day 
could go with all ideals in place. Yes. And then interventions and preferences for those interventions sort of in order of what I'm most concerned about. So at the birth centre, they do no, um, no pain relief. Uh, so the only pain relief you get is the gas um, and they might give you morphine. And I'm like, hell no to the morphine. I've never had it before. I'm not going in for the first time trying that. Because again... Are you sure while you're pregnant, about to have a baby, that's when you want to try hard drugs? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. My sister was like, it gave me such bad shakes. I was so itchy and I was like, yeah, no. Oh. No. Ew. I'm not doing that when I'm in labor. <laughs> um, so yeah, so all of the like interventions that I'm worried about um, and what I want from that. Um, and then I have a list of Andrew's responsibilities. <laughs> on there i'd love to know what are, what are andrew's responsibilities um, so to sort of question all of the uh, any and all medical interventions nice mostly so i don't have to think mm. about it because andrew is very good as okay. i'm sure all of all of our husbands actually are at going all right so i've got to be in charge of this i'm gonna do ask all of the appropriate questions and find out if this actually needs to happen jason cannot wait like, to fight a policy yes. like he is like mm. <laughs> i'm trying to think whether can you would well i think he would because i know whilst i don't think they'll do this at the birth center i have heard about women who get like while they're in the middle of having a contraction that's when they go asked a question to be yeah. like do you want this do you want that and in that moment you're gonna be like fuck yes i do i would like this to end that's why you have a husband or a like a partner or somebody there to be like, hold the fuck up. Yeah. Yay. And just like, I don't, it's weird. I'm very good friends with you. I barely know Andrew, but I can just, <laughs> I can just see him being like, no, my wife's yeah. busy. You chat to her. Yeah. <laughs> In that respect, then yes, I think Kanye yeah. would. Oh, Kanye would be so good at it. He I think. He's very good. And Andrew is all about the, the, um, like the pros and cons of something or the, the risks and benefits of things. That's how mm. his brain works. And I will say, the thing is, Kinnear loves you so much. That's true. Like so much that he would just be like, <laughs> that's true. I just want the best for her and this is what she wants so therefore we are doing this. That's true. Like yeah. he, if he would mean to, to kick someone in the face. He would. He has two black belts. Just, I'm sure like I know you've listened to the pod. It's a common theme on the pod about my karate husband. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he definitely would just scissor kick a doctor in the face if they tried to be like, she has to get a cesarean. She has to do nothing, my friend. (laughs) You try telling my wife she has to do something, and then we'll see how that ends. He's very good at the, okay, but why? Mm. Oh. He's very good at that. And, like, one of the things that I'm really concerned about is a forceps birth. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really, oh, that I'm makes really me so uncomfortable. <laughs> just really makes you cross the legs. I'm really yeah. concerned yeah. about like prolapses and stuff. Listeners, I've literally. Do you know what? That's just so like. Meh. I've literally just shut my legs because that makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, like it's not the one. No, Because no. like even the idea of suction <laughs> doesn't yeah. make me feel very good. But force it, I, I, like no, yeah. the feel of mm. it. Mm. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's so many more things that can go wrong with that than a cesarean mm. I, I will opt for the cesarean but if there's no way i can have the cesarean then then the forceps is the go but that's right. why i know that's what i know andrew would ask also i do have to put this in here while we're talking about cesareans um have you asked your respective husbands what they think a cesarean is okay considering my husband didn't know how fallopian tubes work. <laughs> 
Please go um, home and ask them. Please go home and ask them. What do you think a cesarean is? I mean, Please tell me what Andrew thought a cesarean was. He thought it was like. <laughs> so Marnie's just gone from her sternum down to basically her crotch, and that's the, that's the angle. That he the, thought it was like that's a, the one. a vertical cut, like the chestbuster scene in Alien. And so he has always been so concerned about me having a cesarean because he's like that is major abdominal surgery and yes cesarean is a major abdominal yes, surgery yes you are correct yes. in that regard but it's not quite as bad as what you think that is an old school cesarean um that's the one they didn't know any like better and they were just yeah, like, that's, like <laughs> that's when they cut out a giant circle and <laughs> yeah, just took the lid off close, close their eyes and be like maybe <laughs> and then i had to say to him where do you think my mum and my sister's cesarean scars were then because <laughs> you've seen both of them in bikinis <laughs> he was like oh I just never really thought about it they just got better <laughs> yeah the scar like, went I away I never really thought about I mean, it I so it wasn't until one of our birth classes where they were talking about cesareans and they were showing like where a cesarean's cut and he went oh that's where I said to him like Light what did you think moment. it was and he was like like down your middle. <laughs> That's hilarious. We low key find out Andrew just thinks they cut your head off, they take the baby <laughs> they put your head back on, like, flip you upside down and shake you like a kid for that lunch money, and the baby just comes out. For someone who is well educated, very knowledgeable about shit, not about reproduction, but women's they health. Have to know that's yes. the thing, women's health. They don't teach they don't people teach about it. At school. We joked about this on the pod, but like legit, Jason was like, I don't. I was like, Do you know how to period work? So I asked him about the whole cycle yeah. thing, and he's like, I have no idea. All right, let me go find out about fallopian tubes. And I then he's like, he And he just was like, I, That's the first, that's the one, too. Like, he didn't just Google how do periods work. He was like, <laughs> fallopian, <laughs> fallopian tubes. He was like, How does this tiny machine work? Because I understand machines, not this, yeah. not this nonsense. And I was like, hmm, okay, cool. Because, yeah, it never – and this is the thing, right, where, like, it doesn't affect them. But it kind of fucking does because yeah. it affects their mums, it affects their wives, like, it affects potential children they're going to have. It's the idea – was I – have I talked to you about this on the pod about Probably. someone talking about how having prams – this is kind of related – how, like, having a pram on, like, a train – Station. Yeah. They were talking about how, like, oh, it's a women's problem. It's a women's problem. We don't have room for prams on, like, we're not making enough room, blah, blah, blah. And it's the fact that it's like, well, it actually is not just a women's problem. Like, what happens when you, sir, have a baby and you can't do this or your children then have kids? It's a fucking human problem. Mm, we need yeah. to all be knowing this. But, like, oh, no, it involves vaginas, so we simply must <laughs> yeah. talk about it. It's they, a, they have teeth, don't they? We can't simply talk about it. <laughs> Well, it's like back in the day that women couldn't ride trolley cars because they were like, you can't go above 40 miles an hour. Your uterus will fly out of your body. And they just couldn't ride, they couldn't ride trolley cars for like 10 years. A woman, it's so bizarre. A woman at City Farmers, you know, like, so at City Farmers, which is like, I think everyone is Australian, knows what, like, it's a pet supply store. We used to help people carry bags of food, chicken food and stuff out. And this woman's like, you can't do that. Your your vagina will fall out. And I was like, what? (laughs) Madam, this is a pet store. Your uterus will fall out. And I was like, that's just not how this works. Like, if like, you lift something too heavy, it's going to just yeah. simply not correct. Not true. But I think that's honest. But that's what they were told. You lift yeah. something too heavy, it's going to fall it's out. Or oh, the amount of people I've been like, oh, you can't carry that. You're pregnant. I'm like, 
I'm pregnant, not disabled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I have a I, I know what my core limit is. Yeah. <laughs> like now that I am this heavy and I could fall over just by leaning, yeah, I'm not gonna pick that shit up. But yeah, you know, at 20 weeks, absolutely I can pick that up. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> like back to set to circle back to cesareans. I think that I'm quite lucky in Kinnear in the fact that like we talk about this stuff all the time. So like there are some things that he doesn't understand exactly the nitty yeah. gr- nitty gritty details of like obviously cycles things like that because he doesn't have one so he doesn't yeah. know the nitty gritty but like he knows a lot of stuff actually about pregnancy and childbirth and like cesareans I think mostly because he's really interested in um, like the science side of it yeah. like slash it open and take the whole guts and just bonk onto a table and then take the baby and then bonk <laughs> the guts back in and then stitch you up and the fact that you're awake during it is that kind of like science fiction type oh. situation that he's interested in so he knows a lot about it so they show a photo of it in one of our birth classes ah, I've seen of, it's disgusting of it. it's amazing actually I think I might have shown Andrew one of um, a partner assisted birth a cesarean <laughs> where the where the partner lifts oh, the baby yeah. out and I thought you just said lift the gut yeah. and I was like that's, <laughs> like, that's something you can do <laughs> just holding this your small intestine being like cool and he's not a hugely <laughs> squeamish person but when it comes to certain medical procedures he is like no <laughs> no you should not be cut open like that while you're awake while you can see it, no. <laughs> How dare you do this to my wife? What's so funny to me, though, is, like, I've seen a couple of my friend's birth pics from when she had a cesarean, like, six or something years ago. And she's just laying there, like, with two peace signs up, like, with a huge smile on her face. She's high as hell. <laughs> and she's just like, eh. <laughs> It's so funny. Like, yeah, I'm like, you, you know, I will not feel it. Because yeah. I'm like, I like the idea of maternal assisted birth. But I've also heard, like, that is very slippery and hard to do. And I was like, "Mm, no. But I think also because Andrew's sort of – he's so scared of babies. It's so funny. We're about to have one. He's in for such a rude shock. (laughs) (laughs) He just is so worried about dropping them. They bounce. They're so soft and squidgy. They bone it together. It's okay. So I said to him, like – are you going to catch the baby if we if I do manage to have... Is he thinking it's going to be like a bar of soap and just slip straight out of his head? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's on a bungee cord, Andrew. It'll spring back. It's fine. <laughs> He's like, especially if it's in the bath, it's going to be so slippery. Yeah, the baby comes out of me, it's like, boing. boing. <laughs> oh, that's going to be... It's going to be so slippery. I'll, I'll drop it. No. What do you think the midwives do? <laughs> I do really oh. like, yeah, like, I really like the idea of, like, yeah, pulling it out, even whether it's out, like, the sunroof or not. I'm like, yeah, yeah pull that, like, do it, as opposed to, like, the midwife doing it. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if Jason would, Jason might. I don't think I'm flexible enough to do that. I definitely, yeah, no, I wouldn't be able to do let's, the maternal assistant. But, like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're, we're all out, we're all pretending. <laughs> we're all legs akimbo. Yeah. Pretending. You could, do, you could do vaginal, like... Like, because you can feel the head there, but you, but I don't know. Like lying on the table, I feel. But on you the have I sort of lean up. I don't want to. I feel like on the down. table they're already like half out though. Yeah. Like before you pull them full out. Yeah, but they've got to get their shoulders up so you can pull them out. But in the like, because you're opting probably probably for a pull, right? Yeah. So you don't have to be like you don't have to be like this, like sitting back. No. You can be however you want. Yeah. I don't know. I think like it's gonna be cool if you give birth in the pool and then he's just under. Because, yeah. like, they're just swimming around. 
They, <laughs> yeah. just, they don't know. They don't even know. They're just in there. Just little shrimps. Like, <laughs> hello. Here's the thing. If you give birth in the pool, you are not allowed to raise, like, your butt out of the water at all once you've started yeah, right. pushing because that could cause the baby, the, the temperature difference can cause the baby to start trying to breathe. Yeah, right. Um, and so there's problems with that. Oh. Yeah, so if they've started to breathe, um, so yeah, then they start like to breathe. As soon as you come out a certain amount out of the pool, they're like, that's it, you have to... Out, out, yeah. Stand and give birth. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Didn't know that. Neither. I learned so much in these birth classes. What else Holy have you learned shit. that we do not know of? Oh, I don't know now. Okay, all right. Sorry about that. <laughs> They'll come to me as we talk about it. Um, yeah, like you can't, you can't have your butt out of the water um, while you're pushing. So that's like one of the biggest things. Oh, I'm sorry. He's just like whacking the inside of my side at the moment. It's like, I'm done with this podcast. <laughs> it's like, mother, please. You've had enough. Oh my God. Are you going to talk about this much when you come out? <laughs> yes. I was child. I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> so obviously like you're going to be in the pool, presumably naked. Yeah. What's Andrew doing? Has Andrew got a plan of what he's doing? Um, we're taking his bathers because Boys are not allowed to be naked in the center. Um, but we're taking his bathers and then just seeing how he feels on the day. Because, again, he's not like a German fog or anything, but he's like, if you shit yourself in the water, I am not going to be able to let myself get in. I just... I would that also is a, not like that. That is a line that I can't cross. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> oh. Do you yes. think Jason would get shit on? I don't think he would, but I also think, like, if they dealt with it. Yeah, they do. They just scoop it out. But Andrew's like, I know that then there's been shit in that pool. I can't get in it. And I'm like, how do you, how do you cope when you go swimming? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if only you did shit in the Andrew. But, yeah, I think That's it's, it's, just, toilet. it's yeah. just a thing in his mind. He's like, you know, basic human hygiene. You can't can't be that. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to argue that with you. Yeah, I'll see you on the day because I just feel see like what happens on the day. Yeah. I feel like he's going to forget about it. He's going to be like, my baby's in there. Yeah, yeah. Like, my baby's yeah. in there. Yeah, so like that sort of stuff, I'm totally open to. Yeah, I'm like, eh, whatever happens with that sort of stuff, whatever Andrew's feeling on the day, you know. Because you're right, there could be a very small chance that he's just suddenly like, this is too much for me. Yeah, like. And I would probably scream at him, but (laughs) (laughs) it's too much for you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's, there's a really real and valid reason. I mean, as much as it could be too much for me and I decide that I need drugs or I'm just like, you know what? Cut this shit out. Yeah. You know, but we're both, both going to give it a go and I'm more than happy to let him go as far as he's comfortable for. Um, Except I have got on the birth list that he must at least ask about catching the baby. (laughs) (laughs) And then he can decide if he does or doesn't want to. (laughs) I just think think it's really special. Like, I know that I'm the one doing all of the work and everything, but it actually... I feel like that makes them feel more involved. It's a nice little yeah. thing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I caught the baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's my child. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a really special moment for them to have. Um, but, yeah, as, as I said, whatever happens on the day, we'll see what happens on the day. <laughs> I can't wait for this kid to come out. Like, me neither. <laughs> I've already, like, sobbed about it. And I know I've literally <laughs> just met you today, but, like, I'm excited to hear how it goes. You guys it goes. at the wedding. 
I don't think we actually did. I don't think we actually no, chatted at the wedding. We, we still would have seen each other. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't think we actually did. Um, but yeah, like I know we've only officially met today, but like I'm excited to hear how it goes because obviously like you've got all of your plans and you've got what you want to happen, but you just you don't know what's going to happen yeah. until you get there and it happens yeah. and then you do the thing. And, and I'm just like, so excited to hear what's like, how it goes it's down. so, so bizarre to me. Like at the moment I'm like, I cannot wait to get my body back to myself mm. and everyone's like, ah, oh, but you'll have a baby attached to your breast if you breastfeed. And I'm like, yeah, I know. But then I can put that baby down, or I could hand it to Andrew. Yeah, yeah. Know, or I could bottle feed. Yeah, and it's not going to be Shannon. with me twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to be with me twenty four seven. Yeah. Um, whereas right now, if it's kicking, I can't just put it down in a cot. Yeah, it's not the yeah. same. Like you, you actually like he's in there, right? And then he you know, people are, people like to say people are so good at being like have a baby, but it's fucking garbage, like constantly. Oh, yeah, man. and it just wait till this. Wait till you never sleep again. I thought the hurdle was me getting over and saying, Hey, I've actually decided that I do want to have a child now. Mm-mm. And then it, it just gets like, worse. Mm-mm. Then it's like, Oh, I've decided that I'm going to have like, even just deciding from, I'm just going to get that shit cut out to, I'm going to go try a nat- natural birth. Yeah. And people have been like, Oh, I thought you were just going to do this. Mm. Well, no, I changed my mind. Yeah. Um, so, Cause you want to turn to those people and be like, okay, if you're going to act like this, then I won't be discussing this with you. Yeah. yeah. Like if you have to act like, like such a brat about it, there'll be no baby discussion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also whose opinion is it? And I think this is something that I have really learned along the way is that, who gives a shit if I do change my mind? Who cares? Yes, totally. Who cares if I decide I'm going to do one thing one way and then decide I'm going to change it up totally. because that's not working for me any longer or that doesn't that doesn't feel right to me or that's not going to work for me and Andrew, you know? Yeah. Yes, okay, he said, I don't want to climb into the pool if you've shit yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> if on the day he goes, you know what, sense, I'm okay, dude. I'm not going to be like... Oh, so you were yeah. fine with that, hey? I knew it. Knew it. <laughs> knew it all like, along. Yeah. You know, there's there's all these things, and I was like, oh, I thought this was going to stop here. No, it just keeps oh, going, no. and that is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. But I think I am definitely more well equipped now to go. Oh, fuck it. Well, this is the thing now. Now you've grown a baby and you're about to have a baby. You've done something incredible. Everyone else can just get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> go away yeah (laughs) yep that's exactly it i feel so much i feel so much more at ease telling people to just fuck off this is my decision yeah than i did before like i felt so much i felt so scared and almost a bit of ashamed around the fact that i had changed my mind from wanting to have a baby to now having a baby and that whole identity and personality change that goes with it Mm. because i think a lot of me was like i don't want to lose myself i have seen friends who have just turned into mum and they love that i bang on about this every week but (laughs) this is is not something i want to do and i think going back to like earlier question um i think one of the points one of the triggers that changed my mind so much is that we had friends that we also thought were never having kids and when they came when they turned around and said oh surprise we're having a baby 
I was like, holy shit, if she can do it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. If yeah. she can change her mind, I can change my mind. Yeah. And she has managed to, she's now got two kids and she's managed to be a career person and a mum. And her kids are no, aren't her whole identity. And I think I had not seen that in people. I had only seen people have kids or mums have kids and then just being mum. Yeah, and they like disappear. And they just disappear into the ether of being mum. Yeah. And that is all well and good for them. That works for them. But for me, I am so... I. I have other things I want to achieve in my life other than just mum. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I, I, I look of, at you and I'm like, yeah, my friend's having a baby, not my friend's turned into a mum. Like, yeah, you're yeah. obviously going to be somebody's mum, but like, you're not just a mum, you are Kifler's mum. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to go on. Um, but then just like, you're going to look at this kid and you'll be like, ah, Kifler. Kifler has to be the one now. Yeah. <laughs> But there are some women, like when I went to that birthday party the other day for like the babies, some of them are just mums. Like they just, all they can talk about is babies. And I know they're at a birthday, but like, I'm like, surely this is the moment where your kids are playing and we are hanging out. You want to talk about anything else? Yeah. yeah. One other thing. One, do you want, one do you thing. want some adult what, like what conversation? Because have? I would really love to have an adult conversation with you. Anything and there's, there's definitely a couple of people in my life that the only thing I've spoken to them about in the last nine months is my pregnancy mm. and their children and their pregnancies. And while some of them, yes, I'm really like, please just tell me everything because I want to know how you went through it and all that yeah. sort of stuff. There are other ones that I'm like, I'm really sick of hearing this because it is you just giving me the same shit every time I yeah. see you. Like our conversations have stagnated. We have nothing in common anymore, other than the fact that I am a I am a mum to be, and you are a mum. Like that is that is it. Um, and so <laughs> you have hair, I have hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 been really hard, like that identity shift, mm. and when our friend had her baby and I saw her like I remember her saying I think the kid was six years six months old um her oldest was six months old when she first went out with some of her friends she's got a couple of friends who not married no kids they still go out clubbing and whatnot and I think they would have gone like to Joe's Juice Joint or something oh god (laughs) and she was like yeah I'm going out with my friends um and someone said to like they were dancing they were on the dance floor and this group of guys was there and was like oh I don't want to dance on a dance floor with somebody's mum and she was like excuse oh no I am somebody's mum (laughs) (laughs) who are you calling somebody's mum and I think that was the point that I was like oh yeah we're really gonna get along (laughs) (laughs) that's so good yeah and I think that was the point that I was like you can do both yeah you know you figure out how to juggle it and there's been some things that even andrew's been like oh i've just realized i go to the gym like six hours a week i'm not gonna be able to do that and i was like yeah maybe not for the first couple of weeks or months but you'll but figure it out why not yeah. like yeah you have so much help here that why not yeah. yeah and we are in a really lucky position that both sets of parents live very close to us yeah and they are going to be hands-on grandparents because they are that sort of those sorts of people we come yeah. from families that are families yeah and so we're going to have that help and especially in that new time and yeah you know so why not which 
is another Tina one that I get from her all the time. Okay, you think that, but why? But why? <laughs> God, she's good. <laughs> she's so good. Ah, fuck you. Fucking being so insightful, Tina. Do I need to go and see Tina now? Yeah, I probably. I will. This is a pro Tina pod. <laughs> we love Tina. <laughs> when I sent Shannon to her, I was like, I don't know if it's going to be weird for you or not, but she's really good. I was like, thank God. Thank God I've met her. I love her so much. Yeah. Okay, we should wrap up pretty soon, but I do want... Sorry, I've chatted for ages. No, I do want to know how you felt with your maternity shoot because I love those photos so much. I just want to know, like, how did it go? How did you feel? It was so much fun. It was so much fun. And I mean, I'm not a person that's afraid to get naked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love getting naked. Um, and I'm so glad I borrowed that jacket from you. It looks <laughs> so good. A big fluffy jacket. Oh my God. Um, yes. Yeah. So the photographer that I chosen uh, is somebody who I have worked with in the wedding industry before. So it was somebody that I knew um, and I liked her style quite a lot. And I knew that she would be sort of open to doing like she was very chill um and andrew's always when we do things like a photo shoot or anything like that he's like do we really have to do this i i just i don't think he's very confident with it and afterwards he was like that was actually so much fun um so we went down to a place in wandy that has like these really long grass bushes um so i basically just got naked in a field with my husband it was great (laughs) he didn't get naked because that was the one thing he was like i don't have to do i and i was like no (laughs) no (laughs) it's about me mate boys don't get naked in this process (laughs) put your bathers on only only one time (laughs) yeah one One time do they get naked Yeah, because he is not an exhibitionist like I am. (laughs) I'm quite happy being naked. Um, But yeah, it was really awesome. But the whole time I was like, and especially after we got the photos back, I'm like, I cannot believe my body is doing this. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of pregnant women say that. Mm. And now living it, again, it's, it's like what I was saying before, like, it's so terrifying until you do it. And then by the time you're doing it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah. Like, and to look at them, I'm so glad I got them done because it is just such a fleeting time in the whole scheme of all of our lives. Cause even if you do it twice, like it's just yeah. so quick. Yeah. Like I, I only got them done a month ago. Mm. And my body's changed so much in that month. It's just wild to me. So I felt really good getting them done. I felt very special. Um, Yeah, it was really, it was such a highlight for me to do. I'm so glad you did because at one point you were like bumming and ahhing and I was like, if you don't get these photos taken, that's going to be your like baby shower present. <laughs> I was like, get fucked, you're having photos. Of course you're having photos. I always find it so hard to do things for myself, like sending her the email and actually being like, all right, I am sending you the $500. Here you go. Andrew, can you click this one? <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had this conversation three times and you're totally fine for me to do it, but can you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm really glad that we went through and did it. I knew if I didn't, I would regret it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, lastly, how did, have you felt about, like, just – you sum, sum up pregnancy. How's it been? Oh, good bits, bad bits. Wild bits. ride. <laughs> it has been up and down. I have had the gamut of emotions and 
all of the if you speak to any of my close relations they're like you've had a shit time i don't feel i've had a shit time i was sick from week six to about week 20 um just with terrible terrible um uh, food aversions uh, I, oh, I know. <laughs> That's like Frankie's biggest fear. What if I can't eat chicken wings? What if I don't like chicken wings? But again, at the time, you're just like, I don't want food. The That's what I said. It's like, you won't want them. Just, you just, just want something you else. You just go, well, I don't want them. And you look at them and you're like, how did I ever want that? And then when your appetite comes back. <laughs> oh, mate. I'm not going to trade my show. But the good thing is your appetite come back, comes back and you're like, okay, thank God. give me all the wings. Thank God, because that's me now. So that's just yeah. me getting back to baseline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so there's been so many things that I was just like, I, I lived off cheese crackers for about a month until I got to the point where oh, I was like, okay. I'll start these off. Mm. I cannot look at a single other one. And I just bought a fresh packet and got like three biscuits into it. And Andrew was like, what are you doing with this packet? And I was like, just bin it. I don't want it. I don't want to ever have one of those again. Putting it in the bin where it belongs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'd had like the full gamut of that. I didn't really have any, um, like I wasn't vomiting. I had a lot of nausea. I was just like bone tired up until about 18 weeks. Um, and I'm not a hugely always tired person. Like I can definitely nap, but I'm not an always hugely tired person. So yeah, this, this couch has been my nest. Um, <laughs> And then sort of week 18 to 20 to about 27, 28 weeks, I had this really nice like couple of months of I feel great. I feel oh. real great. And then once third trimester hit, it was like, I'm psych. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Hold that down from here. You're a potato now. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's. It's been a really wild journey of up and down, but looking back on all of it, I'm like, it just happened. It just happened. I didn't think about it. And yes, mean, I yeah, had some shit days. It. it just happens. Like it, you are yes, just I like had some shit days, but you know, I got through them. Yeah. You know, I went to work. I still had, I still saw people. I, you know, just sort of powered through and was like, I'm having another shit day. And people would be like, you know, that's been like seven weeks in a row. And I'm like, oh. Cool. <laughs> okay. Great news to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said to Andrew the other week, I was like, I've just really needed a nap in the afternoon for the last couple of weeks. And he's like, uh, it's been three months. <laughs> and then I found out that I needed an iron transfusion and I was like, that explains it. <laughs> well, that about sums it up for me. I've asked all the questions that I want to ask. Yeah, well, I feel like I can ask a billion more, but this podcast will go for like four hours. Yes. So um, <laughs> have to release like five episodes. Yeah, just we to chopped it get all, all the, up. So all the info. I could talk a fish underwater. So we <laughs> might have to get you back to talk about like the birth and stuff. Yeah, once you feel up to yeah. it. Once. Once he's here, you guys don't understand how excited I am. I sent like Lani this voice note to be like, I'm just so excited. I get a new friend. <laughs> it sounded like you were crying in it. You were just so excited. I'm just so happy that he's going to be here. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy for Andrew. He's just going to be so fucking cute. I just feel like I already want to squish him. And it's so, it pisses me off so much that he's literally just like right there. And I just can't get my little mitts on him. Like, I just want to be like, come here. But I can't. So I just have to wait patiently. That's how I feel when I'm rolling over in bed. You're right there. <laughs> I'm 
just can't wait for it to and it's not even that far away like I think I have your due date saved in my calendar um and I'm like oh soon soon very exciting Okay, we're going to end this week's episode on um, a little review from Kat. Do you want to read it? Yeah. Um, It's really lovely. We really enjoyed it. Um, It's after last week's episode, episode 10. Yes, girls, congrats on 10 episodes. This week I was late to the pod as I'm on a mine site near Cooper Pedy in South Australia. So this week me and some ladies from site sat and listened together after dinner tonight and we loved it. 80% of us don't want kids, 20% do or have some already. We talked about having kids and FIFO work and also how the work sets up a nice home before committing to a baby. Before this job, I was a diesel mechanic for 17 years and let me tell you, all it's done is give me a bad back, shit knees and a bad attitude. (laughs) Definitely not a home for a baby. It was good to chat and see people's views on it from different walks of life. Thanks again, ladies. 11 out of 10. Thank you, Kat. Thank you. Thanks, Kat. And thank you, Lani, for being on our podcast. Oh, thanks for listening to me for so long. I love that message from Kat. I love that this has got people talking about it because it's, it's such, great it's it's like i mean going back to when our first conversation about have you heard about babies yeah <laughs> like, babies like like we're talking so, about ghosts yeah it's like, like a whisper so like yeah how do you feel about it what are your moments because yeah. you, you do feel so much shame about like changing your mind and like you're yeah. betraying yourself and then you just like I don't know like I don't know what it would be like if I was in my earlier 20s but I just feel really good about it like even though this week I'm like oh, fuck it seems like a bad choice to me it just feels like a good place to be at and be yeah. able to like discuss it openly yeah and I mean just as a last point I've really been thinking about like your last your last episode you were talking about well why now why now mm. um and that really got me thinking and there was a couple of times that I just when I listen to the podcast I'm like that's my friend and I just want to yell down the line to him. <laughs> um, <But> yeah, <laughs> tell us your thoughts now quickly <laughs> but I just thinking about like why now why not before or why not later like because I am ready now yeah. I am mentally at that point where I feel like I can do it now yeah like 23 Are you listening Kinnear <laughs> just kidding baby that was a joke <laughs> no pressure baby absolutely not and even going back when Andrew and I were first talking about it a couple of years beforehand like even though that change happened within a year like I just was not mentally ready for it I don't think I was even mentally ready for it if the la- like the one had stuck last year I was about to say that like there's something about like when I started talking about it with Jason last year before that's the whole reason we got married I was like you want a baby you better fucking put a ring on this shit <laughs> like you want this to happen <laughs> Like I wasn't, I, I said that, but I wouldn't have been ready if someone had handed me a baby and like, this is yours. I've been like, what the fuck? I feel like I've had to go through these chats on the pod, like having this thing not work out. It's given me perspective to be like, yeah. can I actually do this? And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel good about it. Yeah. I feel ready to now. I am ready to put something else before myself. Even if that's for, I mean, they're always going to be a priority in my life, but I'm also going to be a priority in my life. Yes, that's And I feel like now I am ready to make both of those simultaneous priorities Mm. um, and be able to juggle them and give the kid, you know, the best life that I can. It's not just having a baby. It's you're going to parent. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to parent somebody, Mm. which is cool. It's raising a human. Like, it sounds insane, but it's going to be fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fucking hard work, but... Nothing good comes out of not hard working. Like, yeah. you know, you don't, well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's <laughs> I'll take that back. I take that back. But like, 
when you work hard for something, it's just extra good. Yeah, yeah, totally. It feels extra good. <sighs> Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks so for joining fun. us. Oh my god, I, I can't wait to release these. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait till next time Lani's on. He's going to be here. I know. Like, he's going to be here, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Kevin's going to join us on the podcast. Yeah. Right. have an actual name. Yes. <laughs> that may or may not be Kevin. Yet to be seen. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us this week. As always, you can get in touch with us at uh, oyoutchangeyourmind at gmail.com or on Instagram at oycym.podcast. Hey. Hey. Um, any feedback, reviews, interesting bits. You guys know the drill that if you guys give us reviews, more people get to hear it. And then we and have more than 26 listeners, yeah. which based on this um, review, I don't know how many women listened to it last week, but that seems like at least a few. So yeah. it might have hit 30. It might have hit 30. It's very exciting. <laughs> if you're one of those 30, please tell us. Yes. And please. I think we actually will have to do like a podcast, uh, podcast, do an episode on like five. Yeah, let's do a podcast. Let's do a new podcast. <laughs> about something completely different. No, about FIFO parenting. Yeah. That'd be very interesting. Yeah. If you're a FIFO parent. And you want to be on the pod. And you want to be on the pod. DM yeah. us. Give us a shout. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Anyway. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll Thank see you, you next week. All right. Bye, Bye. Busties.